Welcome to the Relentless Growth Podcast with Chris Goodman, where business owners and personal growth junkies just like you get their fix of tough questions and powerful coaching conversations so you can become your best, find your purpose, discover new levels of freedom, and lead others in their pursuit of relentless growth. Let's get started. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 18, if you can believe it already, of the Relentless Growth Podcast. Today, tonight, wherever you are, whatever time of day it is, it's just me and you. I don't have a guest today, and that's by design. Today, I'm going to be working with you in one of my favorite parts of coaching, and that is specifically questions. So if you've been listening clearly by now, you get the theme of what's happening. We're talking about relentlessly growing in your life, in your business, and every area in between, your your health, your relationships. But what we're really talking about in a lot of these episodes are what are the key questions to unlock that growth in a person? And this is why we, we had to cover this early on in the game, because I could not do my job as a coach without questions. So here's how this is going to work. I want you to understand that questions are mission critical to coaching, but they're also mission critical to growth. Without questions, we could only give advice or direction to clients, and that's not where real growth happens. Real growth happens when a client discovers something new on their own. Just like if you told a baby how to walk, (laughs) that wouldn't actually help them learn how to walk, would it? It would just be talking to them. Now, follow me on this. Beyond being mission critical to coaching, questions serve a few other purposes, about three that I could identify, and I'm going to outline those. But hopefully by now you're understanding this episode's about questions. (laughs) And, And it's super important. I just can't highlight enough. But here's the thing. The purposes that these questions serve. Number one, they keep us in curiosity. Curiosity helps us, I mean, the person asking the question, stay out of judgment. You can probably remember a time when someone tried to help you in some way, shape, or form, and they started with, well, here's what you should do, blah, 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 blah. And you quit listening right away. (laughs) right? Can you, you remember somebody doing that with you? Questions, on the other hand, help the person asking avoid a posture of, oh, I know how it all is. And I'm going to tell you how to do this. I'm going to tell you how to do that. They really help us avoid that, that situation. I don't know about you, but I sincerely don't like it when somebody starts off with, well, what you got to do is, and yeah, I tend to just zone out right there. All right. Number two, Questions help us examine our reality. Sometimes our truth, and you can't see me, but I'm using air quotes. Sometimes our truth or our perception of the truth is not actually the whole truth. It's just our side of it. It's just like Socrates said, the unexamined life is not worth living. So when we examine our life, our business, our relationships, our faith, I mean, pick anything. When we examine the truth and we challenge that truth, we can see if something better is possible. Questions help us do that. So number three, questions provide a vehicle to something new. 
the first two are great kind of in theory, you know, curiosity and examining reality. But what about getting to something new? What about something practical? Well, we need a vehicle to help people get there. And questions provide that vehicle. Because if you already had the answer or the solution, you'd already have the result you wanted. In other words, questions, when we use them as a vehicle in our language, help us discover a new way out of a problem or a situation, something fresh. Besides, here's the truth. You won't grow staying right or comfortable, period. You must stretch, bend, sometimes even break your comfort level and your rightness to get onto the other side of your obstacle. And if you're not in curiosity, if you're not asking great questions, you assume you're already right. So in other words, being right is a great way to hold on to your limitations, but that's not what we're really trying to do here, is it? We're trying to grow through those limitations, grow past them relentlessly. So questions offer that vehicle for the person who, in my scenario, is a coach. But sometimes this could be you as a teacher, a parent, spouse, a partner in business, a leader in business, all kinds of things. So I don't want you to think that these the idea centering around questions focuses and limits you as just a coach. No, this can apply to any situation. Okay, so questions help us get curious help us examine what is true and what's possible, and they help us get somewhere new. And in my coaching experience, I can tell you that one great question can make all of that happen in just seconds, if not nanoseconds. And who doesn't love getting more done faster, right? So I've decided over the course of the podcast, I'm going to share some of my favorite questions and little episodes like these. They'll be peppered throughout our guests and other episodes, but I think it'll be fun to split these out into separate episodes. These questions that I'm choosing for these episodes have changed my life, reshaped my business, or otherwise given me something so positive that I just must share them with you. So they're handpicked, and as always, it's great to listen to something and learn from it, Yet that can never be as profound as implementing it into your own life. So today I'm going to explain question number one, why it matters to me, and challenge you to then go out and implement the question and answer it yourself immediately. Like before you leave the side of this podcast, answer the question for yourself and apply this, implement this in your own life and business. In other words, ask the question, answer it honestly, and take action. It's that simple. All right, so here we go. Question number one comes from my own coaching, meaning with me as the student, learning from my coach and submitting myself to the same type of coaching that I put my clients through every week. And this one kept coming around full circle time and time again. And I I realized nowadays I reach for it probably 20 or 30 times a day. So it's clearly something that I believe in or I wouldn't use. And here's the question. Who must you become to get what you really want? Now, like all great questions, it might seem really simple on the face of it. I want you to put yourself in a position where you might feel stuck, like you really need help. And this might be the question you need to reach for. Who must you become to get what you really want? Now, let me break this out because every word in this question is by design, right? Number one, who? 
This is not about doing something yet. This is about being the type of person where the result is inevitable. Because what we're talking about is there's a gap between what you want, a result, an experience, a dollar figure, something that you don't have. There's a lack of results there. And the only person it's up to to go get is who? You. I'm going to talk more about you in just a second. Hopefully you're following along. All right. So the next word, must, who must, this is not negotiable. The word must means a different thing in our language, right? This is not a should do. And if you're a student of coaching, you've probably heard this, but you know that it's very easy for us to get caught up and swept up in our shoulds. I I should be better at this. I should be further along. I should be just like my competitors and have their results and you're shooting and shooting and and ultimately you should all over yourself. That's an old coaching line. (laughs) There's a lot of truth in it. In this question, we're eliminating that, what should you do or who should you be? And we're taking it to a new level of commitment that is not negotiable. Who must? Next word, you. The change here in this question must happen from the inside first. The answers that you're seeking are rarely beyond you. And I know there's a lot of quotes and ancient wisdom about this, but it's so true. That's why it keeps coming up century after century. And I'll tell you, after coaching hundreds of people, I can tell you that taking full, complete personal responsibility for your results is mission critical. It's not beyond you. It's within you. I know that sounds so sagely and maybe professorial at times, but what I'm trying to say is that the art of personal responsibility, not just in coaching, but in life, in business, in your relationships, even in your conversations, being responsible for the things you say can unlock an entirely new experience of fulfillment and happiness and peace. Because when you realize that the things you want are not beyond your reach, that all you have to do is look within, the world gets a lot more interesting because then you realize how powerful you really are. Okay, I'm going to step off my soapbox. (laughs) Really though, the words matter in this question. The way they're arranged matters, and I want you to understand that at a really deep level so you can use this over and over and over again. Okay, so who must you, next word, become? You've got to grow into whatever we're talking about, or you'd already have it. It's about evolving, becoming another person, right? A different, better version. Okay, and then the last piece I'm going to lump together to get what you really want. Think about this for a second. When I said, who must you become to get what you really want? The word what should have triggered something specific in your mind, a specific result. And that is huge in coaching because a lot of times people get stuck or confused and they feel like they don't really know what's going on because there's so much, there's too much out there, right? Too many problems to solve, too many fires to put out, too many employees to deal with, too many problems in the relationship, and it's all just too much and it gets noisy and we just shut down. So one of the ways out of that is to make it a solvable problem. A solvable problem means there's a specific result that we're trying to get. In other words, if there's five different results and a bunch of shoulds and a bunch of maybes, it gets very confusing and we don't feel powerful when we're confused. We definitely don't grow when we're trapped in confusion. So the word what is placed in there specifically to highlight, hey, we're going for a definite result. 
And then if you notice, I said to get what you really want, because some people will say, well, who must you become to get what you want? Well, I'd have to become somebody more confident. Okay, da, da, da. But the word really, and I mean it when I say it with like emphasis, like who must you become to get what you really want? That's digging for a deeper emotion. Hopefully that's sending a signal to your subconscious that this isn't just about niceties and, oh, one day it would be great if I could have a boat. <laughs> this is about what do you really want? You don't want the boat. You want the freedom to go out on the lake whenever you want and take your friends and have your kids pulled on the skis behind it or, you know, to feel the sun on your face whenever you want. That's what you really want is that freedom, right? So hopefully by now you're picking up on a little bit of what I've learned, which is called neuro-linguistic programming. It's a fancy way to say that the words we choose to use in our language matter, and they program how we think and vice versa, how we think programs or spits out our language. So you're going to hear this throughout different live coaching sessions with me. You've heard a little bit with Megan and Elon and a couple other conversations like with Matt where I'm catching something they said and going, hang on, hang on, you just said this. Is that really what you meant? Because our language is a reflection of our internal perspective, our external culture, and a lot of other things rolled into a few words. So great coaches listen for what people are saying specifically and what they're not saying. So don't get me wrong, not every coaching session or every conversation is carefully calculated where my words are crisp and they they are this handcrafted like this question that we're going through today. I screw things up all the time, <laughs> okay? I have a team edit the podcast where they cut out the stupid things I say. <laughs> now, in real coaching conversations, there might be a time where I ask a question that's nine miles off of where we need to be, and I have to spend the next couple minutes asking even better questions to get us back on track. So I don't want you to think this is about perfection. Just like with all things growth, this is about progress. And the moment you start monitoring your language and monitoring your thoughts for what's really happening behind that, the meaning behind that, those words you've chosen, you can make some major progress. Okay, so hopefully you can understand how this will apply to your life on the face of it. Who must you become to get what you really want? Just think about that for a moment in your life. Right now, there's something, some result you really want that you don't have. And it's not outside of your reach, most likely, anyway. But you have to become a different person, or at least a different version of yourself to get that. Then we can turn it into a solvable problem, right? Once it's a solvable problem, we can start taking the action steps in sequential order. What's the first thing we have to do? The second thing we have to do? And we can at least make progress toward that goal, that thing you really want. Okay, everybody, it's that simple. I told you that this was a question that has changed my life and business, so it's only fair that I leave you with a few examples so that if you're working through this question on your own, you might be able to use one of these examples to help out. So number one, I've asked myself the question, who must I become in order to get what I really want when I thought about how am I going to get over my divorce, right? Who must I become in order to feel confident dating again, to be a happy husband one day, to not be this grumpy, pissed off, 
heartbroken, sad person. <laughs> and I mean, I'm laughing now, but in the moment, that question was very real. And my story at the time about being sad was very real. Again, I had to challenge that truth. As I said in number two there, right? I had to get in curiosity, who must I become to grow out of this? The answers were pretty clear, right? I knew immediately who I needed to be, somebody different in order to be happy. And that helped pull me through that time. Another time was I was looking at investing in something and I said, who do I need to become in order to think that $15,000 a month is not that much money? Now that is craziness. If you're like most people, that is a crazy amount of money to most people. And at that time it was to me for sure. And by asking that big, big question, it started to shift a lot about how I saw the world. I got really curious, like, okay, if, if 15 grand is not that much, that would be like $15 to me now. So how do I treat $15 now? And how do I get to a point where how much do I have to earn to where 15 grand a month is like $15? So you can see that there's no limit on this, this question or what you can apply it to. And that's why it's so important for you to go right now and implement this question for yourself. Who must you become to finally launch that business, to finally get out of the relationship that's not serving you, to finally find the courage to sign up for coaching or to have that tough conversation or to travel or do whatever it is that's been holding you back. That's what this is really all about is unlocking a new level of growth with one simple question that has the possibility of changing your entire trajectory in life and business. Now, if you hit a wall or you get stuck or you really struggle with this, send me a message on Instagram. I'm at at Goodman Coaching. I don't spend as much time on Facebook these days, so you can probably catch me on Instagram. And I'd love to hear from you about what you're struggling with. I'll do my best to send you a voice memo back and help out. All right, everyone, good luck with your question. Let me know how it goes and I'll catch you next time on episode 19. Thanks for listening to this episode of Relentless Growth. If you're ready to start leading your life and business with a new level of passion, purpose, and relentless growth, go to goodmancoachinginc.com where you can join the email list and sign up for a coaching consultation right now.